0: Trigger warnings for this episode include body horror, trauma, physical harm, blood, teeth, and spooky forest imagery. Please keep yourselves safe. A GM-less actual play podcast where friends explore identity, community, and the ways people find strength and love in dire situations. Our lines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are trypophobia, insect horror, parent death, rape, body shaming, homophobia, transphobia, big diseases, involuntary transformation, ableism, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, unwanted pregnancy, ace-phobia, and non-consensual situations. Our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but will fade to black on, are spiders, graphic depictions of bodily harm, abuse of any kind, dementia or similar mental illnesses, insoluble problems, trauma, steamy situations, eating disorders, depression, and self-harm. Additional lines for this game include Uh, No creatures from myths, etc. From native cultures like Windy Boys and Flesh Friends. Um, Because those are bad, we shouldn't use them. This is a line directly from the game itself. Today, we're playing Los Arboles by Mercedes Acosta. A game about you, a secret, and the woods. Oh god, I didn't have the game document open properly. (laughs) Incredible. I know. Behind your house, there's a forest. The trees are impossibly dark, and where the winds howl through the woods every night, you hear singing. You see lights. They want you to dance with them. They want you to join them. Listen for them. Scream with them. Surrender to them. There's a secret between you and these woods. They know something about you that no one else does, and every night as you blow out the candle in the window, you remember what it is. You feel like the woods are laughing at you, begging you to laugh along with them. One day, the call becomes irresistible. You are consumed with need. You step out the back door. You unlatch the low fence, painted with haint blue and sprinkled with agua negra. You walk among the trees. My name is Izzy. I use seer pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at the With me today
1: is Dirk, Hello, I am Dirk. I use they them pronouns. You can find me at Hope's Hearth Pod or at pf underscore diva, both on Twitter. Uh, pf underscore diva is for the spicy stuff, so I only go there if you're over 18.
0: <laughs> and joining us today is creator and writer William A. Wellman from Hello from the Hollywoods.:
2: Hello, hello. I'm William. I go by they them pronouns. And as you mentioned, I'm a horror writer and a podcast creator.
0: Where can we find you online?
2: The uh, best places to find me online uh, for me as a writer or as a writing coach would be at williamwhelmanwrites dot um, and then for Hello from the Hallows, you can find it anywhere that you listen to your shows or at hellofromthehallows dot com. Convenient.
0: <laughs> Heck yeah, Hello from the Hallows is good. It is. Uh,
1: Oh, I have an important question. Are you? Yes. Uh, are you the Tumblr William? Because I saw cool things, and I was like, on the one hand, I want to show you, but if that's already you, it feels a little silly.
2: So I am the, uh, I believe it's at hello from the Hollywoods Tumblr. There are a couple of people who have now started using Hollywoods related names, which is uh, wild <laughs> to see. Uh, but I think people people often get confused as well because someone out there is named Nicky Nick, and it's like, oh. No, that person is not affiliated with me at all. <laughs>
0: okay. That's amazing.
2: <laughs> but yes, I am the Tumblr, the marketing team, the TikTok, the uh, the editor, the voice, and the writer. So there's a, there's a multitude of hats to wear.
1: An envy of many hats. We are very impressed, uh, particularly <laughs> me, because dear God, how...
2: Lots of uh, sort of early mornings and long weekends <laughs> at the moment. Um, but what's been amazing to see over the year, coming up to a year now that I've been making this show, is how much kind of support and lovely uh, sort of displays of, of grat- uh, affection from the fans out there. Um, and so like slowly but surely, it's hopefully becoming a way that I can tell more stories throughout my week. Uh, instead of kind of putting most of my time towards marketing, uh, my day job as
1: I do now. There.
0: Marketing is the one thing that we are not good at here.
1: Nope, not even a little bit.
0: This is why I'm just trying to befriend as many podcasts as possible. That's my marketing.
1: <laughs> it's the way to go. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, so Los Arboles. Los Arboles is a horror adventure game about being lost in the woods at night for like two to four people. It runs on diceless, mathless, GMless system and requires only a deck of standard playing cards and a few hours to play. Character creation is minimal. We've already created our characters because we were excited like two weeks ago. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and we want to make sure that it was already done. Um, we have to have a name, appearance, spirituality, and then we have a secret, an item, a dwelling, the woods, a call, and the trees. Uh, we're going to do seven encounters in the woods before we make it out, or we're lost forever. Uh, we can choose to enter the woods together or as hesitant neighbors, uh, or we can have our own experiences in the woods. We're going to go in together, because that makes for better radio.
2: <laughs> you are all <laughs> lost and distant from each other up until halfway through. <laughs>
0: I don't know. That sounds like um, a, cer- a certain story. <laughs> Uh, you got a point there It works for some things But for a game, not so much
2: Let's, uh, you know Let's also break this into 40 episodes (laughs) That'll that'll make for for great listening Each episode is
0: a minute long (laughs) God Uh, Just like many malignant entities uh, Our escape will depend on luck Mm. Um this game is re- very well written. Um, we all looked at it and showed it to William, and immediately we're just like, "This one is perfect," because it's thematically appropriate.
2: <laughs> it's so good, and not that not that listeners will be able to see this, but even the kind of design and the art oh, in so this good. is mm-hmm. uh, it's gorgeous, even as a digital copy.
0: Yeah, you can find it on uh, itch.io. Um, as Los Arboles. It's very good. Um, it includes like some notes for playing about uh, player safety as well as encouraging like uh, people uh, players with disabilities to include the disabilities as part of their character if they want to. Um, talks about safety when it comes to loss and hurt. Um, also specifically asks the players to avoid the um, different, like, legends that are sacred to indigenous cultures as well as locations, um, gods and sacred spirits of closed religions, uh, indigenous beliefs of groups that you're not raised, like, connected with, um, deities and spirits of complex religions that we're not part of as well. Um, we have to be respectful, essentially. It's very well written. Yeah. Uh... God, I love just scrolling through and seeing the design. It's got, like, crooked branching, like, trees up the sides. It's so good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so we play with a standard deck. Um, if you're playing this, like, with a deck or if you spend the time to sort out a digital deck, um, you remove the queens, kings, and jacks and put them to the side. Um, they're for the end of the game. Uh, and also, no jokers. Uh, we're not going to use them. Uh, with each encounter we draw uh different cards and the suits will prompt our reactions we'll read those out when we actually start playing so what we will do now is we will go through and introduce our characters uh going down the character sheet um so william if you would like to start us off
2: yes absolutely let me uh Alright, so uh, yes, my my character's name is Elgin Callos. Uh They are also they-them. Um, if we wanted to do appearance, uh, Elgin is tall, a bit of a ghastly pale color, and has skin so thin that you can almost see the blue veins beneath. They have fragile wrists and nervous hands, and dark hair that stands on end despite their best efforts. Uh, they're currently wearing simple jeans and a plaid jacket, but these both appear to be slightly ripped. Uh, their spirituality, listed as listed, is agnostic. Um, their secret is a meeting with an old friend. Their item is a comforting cloth. Their dwelling is empty. Their woods are tired. Their call is the lights, and their trees are upset. It's
0: very good. Uh, my character's name is Susie no last name because I couldn't think of a good one uh, she uses she her pronouns her appearance is tall and thin blonde hair and gray eyes she has freckles all over her skin a very Romanesque nose and sharp facial features sharp long canines she has piano hands which are long and thin they're considered graceful uh, body language like an anxious dog. <laughs> Have you ever looked at a greyhound? <laughs> that's Susie.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> uh, she's either in flo- uh, flowy sundresses or looks like she just rolled around in her garden in dirty jeans and tank tops with button-ups over them. Uh, that's most likely what she is wearing right now. Uh, her spirituality, I put, you could consider her a moon witch. Yeah. Uh, her secret oh, is... <laughs> funny. <laughs> her secret is a hovering trauma. Her item is a trinket. Her dwelling is warm, her woods are hungry, her call is singing,
1: and her trees are desirous. Hmm. All right, and uh, my character is Sage Unpierre. Uh He uses he, him pronouns, and I'm not going to tell you how long I spent looking to make his look. Uh, <laughs> he is a tall, athletic man with an easy smile and big hands. He's half black and half Korean with dark skin and black hair that falls in loose ringlets about his head. His outfit tonight is very typical of what he usually wears, and it looks like he's got a sparkly dark blue and silver ruffled skirt worn as a midriff revealing top. He's got on denim short shorts uh, with galaxy leggings underneath them. You know, like the purple, blue ones, all of that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can see it. (laughs) And uh, he's got a sheer rainbow scarf that he's wearing as a belt. Like one of those like fashion scarves (laughs) that is not meant to keep you warm in any way. Uh, He's also got sturdy red Converse shoes. Uh, They match his belt somehow. Uh, over it all, he's got an oversized calf-length black sweater. You know, like those big sweaters that people wear sometimes that are just long for no good reason? He's wearing one of those. (laughs) Um, I've included a note. It's got pockets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, he is wearing a medallion. It's about two inches in diameter, and it's made of... Old, darkened silver on a very sturdy-looking leather cord. Mm. So, I have uh, to
0: say, I, I just have to say, William, this is this is almost every character Dirk makes. <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: normal. <laughs> Listen, I have a brand, and I've got to stick to it. Otherwise, the <laughs> listeners will get confused.
2: I mean, this this fashion is a great place to start.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: Dirk's uh, the token fashion disaster. I'm the token furry. It's worse. Uh,
1: Susie is a werewolf. Listen, <laughs> we we couldn't
2: quite get that from the description. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, I don't get things, so I absolutely would not have gotten it if I didn't know. <laughs>
2: oh, lovely. Hey.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, Sage's uh, spirituality is a cobbled-together pagan hodgepodge of beliefs and practices that is convenient and feels good. Uh, his secret is a knife in the dark. His item mm. is a medallion, the one I already described. His dwelling is sturdy. His woods are vast. His call is figures moving, and his trees are malignant. Mm. Great.
0: This is great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. You don't even know how excited I am. These woods
0: are fucked up.
1: I know, right?
0: It's very good. Um, alright. Scrolling. Alright, so we're gonna go into our first encounter, but before we move into the first encounter, we have all heard the call of the woods. Mm-hmm. Right. We've heard the call and we've all stepped out of our homes. We're neighbors, um uh, the way that I'm seeing this setting is like maybe the very edge of a small town where like it's not quite to the point where the neighbors are like a mile away from each other.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But they're right up on the edge of the woods.
2: Well, and I would expect as we each respond to our own personal call and, you know, the culmination of perhaps weeks or perhaps months of uh, seeing the woods beckon each in their own enticing ways, we may start out walking further apart. But as as we approach the woods, I think it's fairly clear that we're all uh, drawn, you know, simultaneously, if not for the same purpose. out of curiosity, it just as a character thought, uh, what are your homes like?
1: Uh, uh, I have only... actually... Sorry? You go, Dark. No, you go. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have actually uh, put a lot of thought into Sage's home, because I just spent a lot of time thinking about who he is as a person. And see, the thing about Sage is he's an extrovert, uh-huh. so he likes people he is forever having barbecues and inviting people over like both of your characters have definitely met him because he is 100% the type of person who would go around knocking. <coughs> excuse me uh, he's 100% the type of person who would go around knocking on doors going hey i'm having a barbecue do you want to come uh, he has absolutely done that. He's also flirted with both of you because he is that bitch. And um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like the, he's his. Oh, geez. I did not mean to do that anyway. Good job. Um, so his home, uh, I've put that his dwelling is sturdy and like he's always decorating it. He's got decorations for every holiday uh, including some, like, very abstract ones, uh, like, uh, I don't know, International Cookie Day or something like that. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, uh, oh he God. does it up for Pride Month, uh, he does it up for Halloween. Uh, <laughs> Not yeah. that person in a small town. <laughs> <laughs> he is that person. Oh, like, uh, people... it's so good. Yep, boom. Uh, So, and he he loves it when people come out to, like, take pictures and just admire his house. Because he's like, I set this up so people would come look at it. Please come look at it. Incredible.
0: (laughs) Susie's house is, as I described it, as warm. Um, And that's because you look at it and you're like, that has to be, like, a grandma's house. There's just a almost wild and overgrown garden but it's that kind of wild that is uh tended to Mm. Susie lets it grow like that but makes sure that it doesn't overtake everything um there's like lawn ornaments and stuff (laughs) um Mm. of varying sorts um she has uh a nice fence the house itself is kind of a one-story almost a ranch style home but not quite that long (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and it's uh it's very like Susie lets people like come into her yard and like explore the gardens and stuff she doesn't care um but she's very hesitant to invite people inside because she is more of an introvert Mm -hmm. um you can usually find her like out and about because she works at the local florist shop Uh, She's a florist, Um, and a lot of the flowers that are in her garden, which are all local native plants, um, she'll include them in arrangements. Um, So people know her, they know that she's very soft-spoken and friendly, uh, but also she looks like an anxious greyhound, if an anxious greyhound was a person. (laughs) (laughs) I have a greyhound, (laughs) so you know (laughs) what this looks like.
2: Some inspiration there. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, sometimes she disappears for like a week, uh, says she's going camping. Um, mm-hmm. uh, nobody knows if she actually goes camping. <laughs> There's never like, like
2: any camping gear, and her car doesn't leave the driveway.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> she says, Oh, I had, a, I had a friend pick me up, or Oh, I, I took an Uber, stuff like that. And people are like, We don't get Uber here. How did you. <laughs> there is
2: there there is one uh, thematically fitting greyhound bus in the town
0: yes <laughs> <Sometimes>. <laughs> there's one one greyhound station
2: <laughs> oh. yeah uh for elgin i think the most you've seen of elgin's home is maybe in every small town there's sort of one ugly looking small apartment building that oh god m- <laughs> might once have been seen as like the start of a town's rise to a full city but then it just sort of died out and left one ugly building um and elgin lives in the top floor and i think most of what you'd see of elgin would just be kind of a face at the window looking out and maybe the sort of uh light the coverless light bulb that illuminates their ceiling Um, If you do see Elgin otherwise, it's probably that they are uh, kind of wandering around, uh, visiting storefronts, like looking at the windows, but rarely going in, Um, or they might catch you by surprise in the depths of the local library um, and kind of uh, apologize profusely (laughs) if they surprised you.
0: I have a feeling that Elgin and Susie have definitely just kind of walked into each other, both noses buried in the books. <laughs>
2: Most likely. <laughs> and it's, it would...
0: both apologizing profusely <laughs> to each other.
2: Elgin is oh, so good. light at first you'd barely even notice.
0: <laughs> Susie's just so tall. <laughs> oh gosh, oh, she's I probably she's... taller
1: than Sage, isn't she?
0: Yes. She's very tall. <laughs> She wears flats so that people don't, like, get more scared because of how tall she is.
1: Aw, buddy. Yeah. How could anybody be scared of you? She's doing her best. <laughs>
0: uh. All right. Okay, so those are our homes, our characters, and we walk out of our back doors, our back gates, heading for the woods, and just all converge in the same spot. We're all heading into the same holler. Mm-hmm. hmm <laughs> and what I want to know is what our reactions to seeing each other are in this space at night
2: (laughs) for uh for Elgin (laughs) I think wary about Sage uh (laughs) curious about Susie Um, and they would say something like uh Sage uh, what are you
1: doing out here uh Sage looks, uh, unusual, fidgety. Sage is fidgety right now, and he's got his hands in his pockets. Oh, I was just, uh, heading out to, uh, explore the woods. I saw something moving around in there, and I wanted to see what was happening. Surprised to see the two of you about. Yes, he Susie I, has.
2: I don't believe I've gotten your name.
0: Susie has like her head kind of ducked a little bit Uh, she keeps some of her hair kind of obscures her face um, because she's got long hair um, and very quietly says I'm Susie and I just I thought I heard something out here I wanted to see
2: yes Uh, well we've run into each other once or twice but my name is Elgin Elgin Callows, not Elgin Harkness. Uh, apparently there's an Elgin Harkness that lives somewhere that looks like me. But I'm the right Elgin. I'm Elgin.
1: It's
0: nice to formally meet you.
1: It's nice to, to see you, Sage. It's nice to see you too, Susie. Uh, how was your last camping trip? Did it go well? Um,
0: it, 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 it went. It went.
1: Excellent. Excellent. So we were going and like Sage takes his uh, one hand out of his pockets to do like the point uh, thing that way, right?
0: If we all want to walk together, that seems like a good idea.
2: I, I, I would most appreciate uh, both of your companies, though. I'm, I'm so curious. You've You've both been seeing them, too, then?
1: Seeing them?
0: I haven't... I, I hear... I hear singing hmm. from the woods. Okay. What yeah. are you seeing?
2: I see lights flashing in there at night. And every time I, I look out, it seems like they flash and if I look away or turn my attention elsewhere they, they seem to stop. I I uh, that kind of thing drives you a little a little a little wild after a while. I thought it was about time to come, come see what was happening.
1: Sage has both of his hands in his pockets right now, and he's being very Quiet. Like, both of you have met Sage before, uh, he is being very quiet and he's got this look on his face, uh, but he's just sort of not saying anything.
2: It wasn't you, was it Sage?
1: Sage laughs. Uh, what, me? I don't think so. Most people come hang out at my place. Uh, we have a barbecue.
0: You haven't, you haven't held any, any scary woods parties? <laughs> Susie like gives like a very small smile <laughs> Only at
1: Halloween <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm sorry by the way That I haven't come to any of your parties so far But I'm, I'm I'm just not great in crowds
1: No it's no problem Totally understand One of these days I'll just bring you a plate Cause I I don't mean to brag or anything But I am a pretty darn good cook <laughs>
2: I, I, I could use a plate. Uh, right now, I just... There, there's some paper paper plates. That's about it. Uh,
1: well, Out of character, like I'm this. laughing.
0: Huh? <laughs> Out of character, I'm laughing. I love <laughs> Elgin so much already. <laughs> Elgin is
1: wonderful.
0: <laughs> um, I think as they're all talking, there's this compulsive pull into the woods like they just start walking all together
1: Yep.
0: and we move into our first encounter Um, the woods have swallowed you the only sources of light are the waning moon and your guttering (laughs) candle your flickering torchlight I'm assuming one of us has a flashlight (laughs) and it's just kind of the batteries might
1: be dying Uh, I think, uh, Sage is probably using, like, the flashlight app on his phone. (laughs) His phone is at 10%! (laughs) Well, no, it's like a touchscreen, so what keeps happening is he keeps accidentally turning it off, and then, like, oh, heck, (laughs) sorry, one second.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You look back, and your house seems so far away. The single lit candle in the window feels like a wistful goodbye. As if it knows you likely won't be back. Your home is far away, and that light is all that's left moving in it. As you watch, the light goes out, and you hear a rustling in the leaves. Draw a card, react accordingly, evaluate your actions, and move deeper into the woods. So, drawing the cards, um... It doesn't specify this, but I'm assuming we each draw a card, and this will color our particular Mm -hmm. encounters as we're all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we just need to...
2: Yeah, I've, I will Drive. say <laughs> we have the flickering phone app, and uh, <laughs> in in the moonlight, Elgin's skin is almost a miniature moon of its own. But that's the only light <laughs> Elgin has.
0: Su- Susie's face keeps mm. like doing a thing when the light flickers on, and it's really hard to tell what that thing is, but it keeps oh. doing a thing. <laughs>
1: mm.
0: I don't know which card was mine. It's okay.
1: (laughs) I moved mine all the way over to the side so that I would know which one is mine.
0: I got a nine of spades. Spades, you do something foolish. Fear or upset drives you. You act without thinking and dig deeper into the grime. Who have you hurt? This can include yourself, other players, or the trees. And the hurt need not be physical. Uh, so I think for Susie, what this is, is maybe it's the first time that the flashlight app goes off Mm. and she just kind of panics for a second and, Mm. and makes a very loud, startling kind of yelping, excuse me, yelping sound Ah! that almost sounds like a dog. Um... And the woods were already quiet around them. The woods go silent. Mm. Mm. Um. And I don't think it's not a physical hurt, but there's the trees are listening now.
2: Mm. Mm. And you've definitely frightened Elgin, who uh, <laughs> kind <laughs> of oh, no, ju- jumps back from you a little bit.
0: Oh. Uh, bless you sorry sorry sorry
1: sorry uh, uh so uh i think discord like cut out for a second did you say what did you say uh the sound she made sounded like like a dog yelping that's what i thought it was gonna be okay i just want yes. to check <laughs> yes right.
0: you hear me say uh, Susie makes a sound like and then i cut out it's probably gonna be dog sound
1: well yeah but <laughs> all right uh should I go next, or William, do you want to go?
2: You know, let's uh, let's do Sage next, and then go from there.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. As long so, as each of us goes during
1: each turn, it doesn't matter what order we go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I've gotten a Nine of Hearts. You allow vulnerability to take over. Anxiety, guilt, anger... You wear your heart on your sleeve for a moment. What does this reveal about you to the others? And uh, I think this happens, uh, like uh, the last time uh, the cell phone goes out. Um, like, like, uh, what happens is, like, Sage's phone literally just dies. And uh, he's, like, smacking at it, pushing at the buttons. And... So this is 50%. like 50%. What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> and he's like, "Got you know what, motherfucker? And, like, he looks around at the trees and then, like, very determinedly walks about uh, 10 yards one direction and like sticks his hand under one of the trees and rummages around and pulls out like a big heavy duty flashlight like one of those ones that you know you can use to hit somebody with and um Fear. like he switches it on and he's like ha it's here we've got light it flickers obviously obviously <laughs> <laughs> but um what this reveals uh, about him is that he does spend time in these woods time enough to stash a light uh flashlight anyway
2: it's one of those with a battery the size of a cell phone <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> probably about 10 years since it last got changed uh all right i'll draw for elgin that is a nine of diamonds uh diamonds you allow yourself to be fooled you cannot trust your senses you're deceived by the sparkle what do you lose as a result hmm
0: that's a really good one Mm
2: -hmm. okay okay Uh, I think Elgin, like, watches as, uh, Sage rummages around, uh, and comes back with this monster of a flashlight, um, and switches it on, uh, and I think you see that Elgin calms down a little, uh, and kind of this, this... Uh, unwarranted peace uh, washes over them a little bit, and their their uh, kind of skeletal hands stop stop shaking so much, uh, and you see them almost kind uh, of kind of nod along. There's a spark of confidence there. Um, oh,
0: buddy. And mm-hmm. I, I
2: think they are uh, <laughs> they they feel a little too safe. Uh, as they notice your flashlights and it's all good it's all prepared everything is gonna be fine um, oh, buddy. and I, oh, I think they uh, they kind of step up quickly next to you both uh, and they seem almost eager to uh, dive in
1: you can't see the look I'm giving you but I'm giving you <laughs> such a look <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you uh, want to read the second encounter?
1: Yes, I will be happy to. Unless if there's
0: anything that anybody wants to do between encounters, I, uh, like as we're moving through the trees,
2: I I think Elgin is happy to kind of move forward, like a little a little back behind Sage, <laughs> but uh, move forward nonetheless.
0: You think Susie's at the very back, and she's like her hands are flexing. Um. But obviously, because she's at the back, nobody can see why.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the thing is, is that Sage keeps, like, turning back to look at you guys. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, so uh, that's part of the reason why the light is flickering. Because he keeps swinging it back around to make sure the two of you are there. <laughs> um... Can't wait until uh, Sage decides to
0: just tie everybody together. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be safer this way. It's fine. Every Uh horror movie that happens in, ever, somebody just gets yanked right off of it. I love Mm -hmm. those
2: horror movies where three friends walk into the woods together and all three of them walk out together perfectly fine. Mm
0: -hmm. None of them are emotionally scarred forever. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. So the second encounter, you can feel it all around. They say seeing is believing, though you see nothing but trees. You only feel that cold brush across your neck, the ringing of your ears, the hairs on your arms raising in alarm. They know you're here. They're testing your metal, seeing if you're worth their time. The trees are awake. A branch snags your arm, Hard enough to stop you in your tracks. Draw a card. React accordingly. Evaluate your actions.
0: Oh, whoever drew three cards, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dirk, you go first. I think what we'll do is whoever reads it will go first.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so I got the Ace of Hearts. And let's see uh oh I got this again <laughs> uh you allow vulnerability to take over you wear your heart on your sleeve for a moment mm. I. Mm. let me think about what happens here a second
2: mm-hmm. I so... love that continually so far Uh, Sage's reactions have all just been emotional from the heart vulnerability
1: (laughs) it's real good yeah Uh, so I think uh, Sage is uh, definitely like Talking to both of you, he's he's doing that chipper thing where it's like it's cool. Nothing can go wrong if I'm happy. Exactly, we're all here. I've got a light. He keeps like swinging it back for a look, and um, hmm, uh, but like as we continue to move deeper into the forest, like he keeps pausing and pointing the light uh in various directions and squinting like he sees something and um like he gets a little further ahead because like something is distracting him like he can see something and um mm.
0: love dangerous curiosity
1: yeah right uh geez. I'm trying to think of mm. Mm. Uh Yeah, and I think I think it is just like a mundane branch. I think what happens is that uh he realizes he's gotten farther ahead and He turns back to check you guys are there again. And he moves too fast. And one of the tree branches just, like, scrapes his arm, like, Mm. from the middle of his bicep, like, to his elbow and just, Mm. uh, like, destroys his sweater. And he swears enthusiastically and uses like the big battery to like smash that particular branch and like not just the protruding bit but like you know how sometimes a branch will have like a little bit sticking out and then like a little bit more Uh like basically he beats that branch off of the tree Uh all the way back to the trunk oh my god God.
0: sage is gonna get us killed (laughs) (laughs) susie watching this
1: (laughs) wide-eyed yeah and it's a very uh as far as you two are aware this is a very unusual display of anger he's just absolutely furious and uh once he finishes he like sets down the battery and points the flashlight at his arm uh which is bleeding and his sweater is uh, like it's it's got that thing that sweaters do when you like grab and pull it's it's all out of whack (laughs) Oh no! So, rip and rest the sweater. I know,
2: Is this right? is, is the sweater under or above the uh, midriff?
0: <laughs> <galaxy skirt? laughs> I, th- I think it's it's a cardigan, actually. Yeah, like a button-up cardigan, but okay. it's like one of the oversized ones. Yeah, so that you can still see the weird skirt that is a midriff top. <laughs> I see. I
1: see. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Sir. All right. Well,
2: Shall we uh, change it up a little bit and do Elgin next?
1: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Alright. Ooh, seven of clubs. It's the one uh... we haven't done yet. Yes. Let me head back to the description for that. Clubs. You try to fight your way out. Sometimes a needle is more effective than a club, however, and as a result, you pay for your violence. How are you rebuked by the trees? Oh.
0: I like that... uh... We see Sage just destroy a branch off a tree And Elgin is the one who gets just
1: <laughs>
2: Yeah um, So I think, uh, you know, th- this branch seems almost to come from nowhere And Sage uh, just destroys it with a flashlight um, And I think as, uh, as Elgin is kind of stepping back from that a little bit uh, a little, a little shaken by a Sage's display of violence, um, they feel something kind of grab them from behind, um, and they kind of say, "I'm sorry," and then are uh, they, they kind of twist around and try to fight it away, um, and they are they are pulled deeper into it, um, and after a couple of moments, they. Uh, get up from essentially what is just a very large uh branchy thorn bush as part of the underbrush um but Oof, their ouch. uh yeah but their their uh already ripped clothes are even more so torn up um and across their kind of uh kind of pale moonlike face uh they they've got all of these uh Kind of little red nicks uh, from where they'd wrestled with this uh, thorn bush, and I think they back away from it and kind of kick at it a little bit. And um,
0: do they lose just, a shoe? Just,
2: just a bush. Just just a bush, everyone. Oh, my face. And uh, yeah, they're they're just kind of like dabbing at, <laughs> dabbing at their. Uh, injuries now with their sleeve, but like, it's already a gross sleeve so it's just kind of smearing things and making it worse.
0: Oh, Oh. (laughs) Susie is going to start to move to try and help Elgin, and then my card time. (laughs) I get diamonds. You allow yourself to be fooled. You can't trust your senses. You're deceived by the sparkle. What do you lose as a result? I think what this is, is Susie moving towards Elgin to try and help Uh, help them Mm -hmm. Um, and Mm -hmm. I think there's some of this need to take care of people that kicks in in this moment Mm. and she focuses on that like pulling like she's got um like a uh, a uh, a bandana or handkerchief tucked into her back pocket, she pulls it out and just kind of says, Here, hold hold still for a second, I'll help and tries to like help Elgin get the blood off of their face. Oh. Um Thank you. <laughs> and is I think more concerned about that care than trying to figure out how did Elgin end up stuck in that bush that they weren't exactly that close to? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Elgin will also notice that Susie might, was already tall.
1: Seems a little taller? Hmm, weird. And uh, I think, like, uh, Sage, like, when Susie goes over, like, finally he, like straightens up and is like oh oh crap yeah you should definitely be careful about Uh, that
2: they all they all sting they still sting is that is that normal i don't go camping i don't go in these woods am i am i going to die
1: i i don't think you're gonna die no you're probably not gonna die Uh, are there any
2: fatally poisonous uh thorn bushes uh here in this in this part of the country?
1: No, not in these woods you're sure. Positive. Susie is uh, giving uh, sage a look
0: <laughs> Well
2: all right clearly you know your your woods so I, uh, I'll trust you <laughs>
0: um, When we get when we get back once we figure out what's going on I can I have a, antiseptic
1: and band-aids. That, Look that at sounds, you, Susie is prepared.
2: That that sounds lovely, whatever that means.
1: <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> 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 they, keep, they keep moving
0: forward, and Susie, I think, starts walking closer to Sage as they walk. Mm-hmm. Um, and says like i think asks like why why did you react to
1: a, a branch like that uh, and uh mm-hmm. like his face does a thing mm-hmm. like uh like for just a second it's very much like i really wish you hadn't fucking asked that uh but then he's just like, well, "Look what it did to my sweater." And like shows her his arm. And this, uh and he's like, and my arm, like I'm all scratched up." And this is very obviously not the answer. But this is what he's telling both of her. Those
0: things, both
1: of those things can be fixed. I yes. I know how to I know how to sew. You do. I didn't know you knew how to sew. That's a handy talent to have. I never learned it to so sew. I think I can do buttons if I try really hard. I think Susie's going to let this this redirection happen.
0: She's not going to push it, uh, but she is concerned.
1: <laughs> and it shows
0: on her face in the same way that concern shows on the face of a dog. It's just very obviously concerned.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> I, I should learn to sew some time. All, all my clothes are ripped up.
0: If, if you want, I can help you. I can teach you.
2: You're being awfully kind, but yes, I suppose so. I,
0: I I would prefer to help people than just keep what I know to myself.
1: And honestly, Elgin, you look pretty cool. Sage is, like, walking backwards now, pointing the uh, light at the two of you. And he's like, uh, you look pretty cool, so... Like... Yeah. You're you're, not, like...
2: You really think so?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, the whole, uh, ripped jeans thing, uh, it's... It's totally a style, and, like, he, uh, puts, like, both parts of the flashlight in one hand, so he can do, like, the okay gesture. (laughs) Um, Elgin. (laughs) For a
0: brief moment while this is happening, the flashlight kind of bobs up, and there's, uh... Uh, Sage cannot quite tell if it was just a trick of the light or if Susie's eyes
1: actually like flashed like animal eye shine. Mm. <laughs> and like Susie can see Sage give her like a look.
0: She just ducks
1: her head. Uh, and uh, he her hair falling anything.
0: in front of her face again.
1: He doesn't say anything. He continues trying to like encourage Elgin about like his outfit. <laughs>
0: We move deeper into the woods. William, would you like to read the third encounter?
1: Very
2: much so. So, the third encounter. The darkness is pressing in on you, filling your nose and throat. It's much like suffocating, but fear is only in our minds, you remind yourself. Your resolve is strengthened, the trees are nothing. You reach for your item, ready to comfort yourself with its presence. And it's gone. Something or someone has taken it from you. Draw a card, react accordingly, and evaluate your actions and move deeper into the woods.
0: Not our items. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So, I love. Eldrin
0: gets to lose their item first. Aww.
2: <laughs> Clubs. All right. Uh, another violence, uh, thing for Elgin with the clubs. Uh, you try to fight your way out, you pay for your violence. Um, yeah, I, I, think, uh, Elgin, as they're walking along they're they're almost following close behind Sage now, like inches away, like, um, kind of like a, a they're just taking shelter at, behind the one with the flashlight. Um, and as, uh, as they're walking forward, uh, their boot snags on a, a root that's just grown through the path, uh, and they trip, um, and it's a, it's a, it's not a gentle fall, uh, they land on their ripped sleeves, <clears throat> this, this darn place, and, um, they hop up and start kicking at the root. Um, and eventually, that chunk of the root comes free and goes flying off into the brush. There, now no one will will trip on it anymore. It's 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 a safer path now. And they kind of look Are to you, you all and nod. Are uh, your
0: boots steel-toed? Steel uh,
2: no, they're they're normal toad, I think. Mm-hmm. What what kind of toad is normal?
0: out of character laughter, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: they they kinda pat down Seriously
0: their just gives, gives them a look. But... Like oh, honey.
2: <laughs> they just they they pat down kind of their their uh their jackets and their their pockets um and kinda feel for a moment. Uh it it, it it's wait, 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 wait. I, I've I've lost something. I I think, checking pockets, checking pockets. I'm I, I'm missing something. Uh, hold hold on, please, Sage. Um, and they start kind of scurrying around the uh, <laughs> this portion of the trail. Uh, they're looking in the underbrush. They're they're looking at our footsteps as they trail back. Um, and all Susie, the while just they're
0: watching them scurry around.
2: Yeah, yeah, and all the while uh, as they flit around, they're getting more worked up.
0: What what did what did what did you lose? I could help it's, you help you look. It, it
2: it it it's really a little a little silly. Um. Well, just keep an eye out. It it's a little it's a little scrap of fabric. Uh, it's yellow and it's very reflective, so it should show up by flashlight. I we haven't gone that far. It it must be. Sage, can you shine your light back on the trail? I I feel like it'll show up.
1: Yeah, Sage has been uh like he stopped when Elgin asked him to, and he has been like pointing his light at wherever uh, Elgin has been looking. So, if we if we can't find it now when we come back, we
0: can just try and walk the same way, and if we can't yeah. find it, we'll come back dur- during the day.
2: It it would probably be easier to find during the day, wouldn't it? It It's silly, I know, to to, to really go back for a, a piece of cloth, but it's, it, it's very important to me.
0: It's obviously important to you, and if it would make you feel better, then coming back and looking for it is totally fine. It's yes. not silly at all.
2: Yes, we'll complete our wander, we'll go back, we'll get some band-aids and drink some antiseptic, and then... We
0: don't drink the antiseptic, it goes on your skin. <laughs>
2: like a
1: lotion? Kind of. <laughs> okay. Sage is laughing in character. right Now, he's trying to be quiet about it, but he's definitely laughing. And
2: then we'll, we'll then we'll come back later. You you two don't have to come back with me, but I'll I'll come back and I'll find it and that it'll be fine. It'll be uh, it will be
1: fine, Elgin. It will be fine. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. And we'll definitely come back and help you. I'm sure we'll find it before we leave. That's very kind of you Sage
0: My turn (laughs) Six of spades (laughs) (laughs) I get the spades again You do something foolish A fear or upset drive you Uh, Who have you hurt? This doesn't need to be physical hurt So I think... Susie hears that, that music, that singing, and, like, from where she's been kind of, like, stooped a little bit over, helping look, she just bolts upright and, like, whips her head around to, in the direction of the sound. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes to take, like, a couple steps back to try and see if she can't see around some of the trees. Um... And she ends up I think tripping and falling against uh you know when you see those trees in the woods and they're like, they're still alive, but they're like half pulled up by their roots.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so Susie falls against the tree and knocks it just completely over. There's a loud like barking sound from her and the crash of the tree as it falls. Um, and then like you guys can't see her anymore. Because she's fallen onto the other side of the tree. And this is a large tree.
1: And it's kind of like, how did she knock that over? <laughs> yeah, Sage is definitely wondering that. Um, and uh, I have also gotten uh, spades. I flipped it so maybe it could possibly uh, color my response. But um, yeah, I think like... uh. Sage, uh, goes to, uh, uh, like, sees, like, this whole fucking tree go down under Susie. And Susie's tall, but she is mm-hmm. a twig. That is, mm-hmm. that ain't right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, um... You think she's a twig. <laughs> uh, but let's see. You do something foolish...
0: Um... Do something stupid, like people in horror movies. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I forgot about a uh, horror movie, stupid. Because I just hate it a lot. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. No, um... I think what happens is, like... Sage, like... Puts down the flashlight near Elgin... And it's just like, Elgin, hold that for a second. Susie! And, like, runs over to where Susie, uh, should be. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, he finds her over there, right? Wait, what? Uh, Sage is running over to where Susie should be, based on, like, how she fell against the tree.
0: Yeah. She's, she's there, and, like, dazed. (laughs) She doesn't look hurt hurt but she's definitely like scratched up now
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, her clothes are more dirty and now they're kind of torn up Um, she seems to have fallen into uh, a like it's not a hole Mm -hmm. but it's like a depression in the Mm. ground Um, it's just full of leaves and mushrooms uh, and bugs (laughs) and she's like she just kind of makes, like, this noise.
2: <laughs> Elgin is just shining the light accidentally in, like, both of your eyes. The Just the worst possible place.
0: <laughs> I think her eyes were closed, and when she opens them, there's that eye shine again. And then she blinks yeah. a few times, and it's gone.
1: And, uh, I think Sage, like, goes down into the hole with her. And, like, uh, he grabs her arm... And, like, from Elgin's perspective, it looks like he's just being very nice and trying to help Susie. He's grabbing her arm real tight. <laughs> and, uh, uh, he says, like, sort of into her ear, like, I don't know what sort of thing you are, but honestly, you should know better. <laughs> and, um...
0: I didn't know it was gonna fall over. She's really heavy.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you think that she would weigh like nothing she's really heavy oh yeah sage absolutely comes up against that because he, he does the thing where he like thinks he's gonna like just yank her up on onto her feet and it's just like <clears throat> and... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and he's just looking at her and like uh his other hand goes to where his medallion should be. And, um, then, like, it it's not there. And he, like, looks down and, like, he's still holding on to Susie's arm, and, like, but he's, like, turning around now and looking at stuff, and, like, trying to feel his chest, and he's, like, reaching around behind. You know, sometimes necklaces, like, will slide around to the back, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh he's just like fucking hell uh, and then he like braces himself to lean and pull Susie up come on and uh, he's being quiet so that Elgin can't hear but um
0: Sus- Susie gets up uh, and as she gets up she like dust like dusts her pants off and then stops and then shoves her hands in her pockets I, like, feels around and then starts, you know, panicking and looking around
1: like where where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? And uh I think Sage still has like a hand on her arm and he's like, "Look, we we got to go." Elgin- I dropped I dropped it. I need to find it. Yeah, I Did you find my cloth?
0: No, I I I I had a a coin, and I uh, it's it's not in my pocket anymore.
1: There's not a hole in her pocket or anything. It's just gone. <laughs> and uh, Sage, uh, just like again to Susie, they probably took it. It it will it'll show up. It'll show up. And he's like trying to get her she, to like, growls come back. back, like very low, and says, "You don't know that." And uh, sage like pauses uh like no he doesn't pause he like startles and lets her go and like looks at her she stumbles backwards a little bit because some of uh her
0: the counterbalance of her weight was leaned a little back (laughs) and uh because she was trying to pull away from him are are you okay susie I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, little scratched up. I'm definitely gonna be bruised tomorrow, but I'm, I'm fine. Th- th- those, thank you.
2: Those pits, uh, th- that's, that's surprising. It's just, it's just there. You'd barely notice at all.
0: I, there used to be, um, probably like a big boulder here or something.
2: Oh. Oh well, they, they really should uh, deal with that. <laughs>
1: And uh, Sage just like, climbing back up towards Elgin. Like, you know what? I agree. And, like, he's halfway climbing up the tree, Susie. Knocked down and half, like, like, using his grip on the dirt. And, uh, when he comes up, like, his shoes are absolutely muddy and ruined. He's got dirt under his nails. <laughs> and, um...
0: Su- Susie, like... Oh, uh jumps and, like, grabs onto the tree and, like, hauls herself over it um and, like, she's she's muddier and dirtier as well
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, did you get so nimble by camping or do you camp because you're so nimble? uh
0: little, little column A little column B
1: okay, okay our Susie I, I, is very
2: impressive. Apparently so. I'd I'd only ever seen you, uh, you know, reading reading books about town. But uh, oh well, I'm I'm very thankful to have uh, both of you out now because this would be very very uh, scary to go alone.
1: Yeah, agreed. Oh my god, I love Elgin so much. Same. <laughs> I want to pick him up. Uh, I want to pick them up and protect them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Sage, Susie... Sage, you look a little troubled. Is, is, are you okay?
1: Uh, and, like, Sage has been, like, feeling at his chest again and, like, feeling around his neck. And he looks up when Elgin uh, speaks to him. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 no, sure, I, I'm fine. Here, uh, let me let me take that uh, flashlight again. Oh, sure.
2: Gets you in the eyes the last time.
0: Over. <laughs> More eyeshine from Susie behind Sage. But she looks very distracted because she's got her head cocked. Like she's listening for something.
2: Yeah, here, here you go.
0: <laughs> and they move into their fourth encounter. As you stumble along, you meet another. It could be a shimmering spirit. It could be the player to your left. You are uncertain. You are frightened. You have to act fast because this could be a threat or an aid. Your actions impact the player to your left. Draw a card, react accordingly, evaluate your actions and move deeper into the woods. I think player on the left will be the person quote unquote below us in the call. So, mm. like, for you, William, it'll be Dirk. For Dirk, it'll be me. And for me, it'll be you, William. Okay. So, let me draw my, let me, uh, okay, we're going to uh, put that to the side, I guess. <laughs> <I don't> no, <know>. no, <laughs> It's a queen. <laughs> yeah, just, we didn't uh, sort out the deck. It's, it's just a hearts, because we're not doing this by card type.
1: Yeah. Or card number.
0: Okay, this is hearts you allow vulnerability to take over, anxiety, guilt, anger, you wear your heart on the sleeve. What does this reveal about you to the others? Um So I think what happens is there's the 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 moon just disappears. The canopy of the trees is too thick, mm. too close to each other, like that no moonlight is coming through, and it is Dark, and the flashlight sputters and goes out again.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Sage could be like smacking it, trying to get it to come back on.
1: Yeah, he does a of maintenance
0: <laughs> in this darkness. Out of the corner of her eye, Susie sees something, and she doesn't know what it is. But she also hears that singing coming from that direction. And she whips around to face it, her face contorted into this snarl, fangs, and, and her eyes are flashing, and there's just something very feral about how she looks. Uh, and she, it's the person that, like, what's there is Elgin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Elgin, yeah, Elgin, uh, I think it's just shocked and terrified and kind of starts shaking again.
0: The minute that she realizes that it's Elgin and not whatever is in the woods, like the whole, all of it drops and she looks horrified at herself and starts profusely apologizing. I,
2: I'm so sorry. It, well, did did I do something?
0: No, no. I thought I thought I, I saw I thought I saw something. I heard something I'm, from I'm so the sorry. same direction as you. It wasn't you. I promise. It, it it's just me. It it is just you, and I'm I'm I, very very sorry. I'm very sorry for scaring I, you.
2: I, I saw that twig, and I I was like, should I, I shouldn't step on it, should I? But I did anyways because I wasn't really thinking. And I, I'm so sorry.
0: It wasn't. It, um. It's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm sorry for scaring you. I'm sorry for being in the way. You're not in the way. You're not in the way. Two anxious people. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The best kind of interaction, but two anxious people in the same room.
1: Um, Yeah. And Susie's
0: features don't quite go back to the way that they were. Mm. Mm -hmm. She still has that feral look about her, and there's something almost predatory coming off of her that seems to be also coming from the trees.
1: <laughs> and, um... Uh... Oh, I know what happens. Okay, so I got the Ace of Spades. And uh, the spades is, again, you do something foolish, and... Fear or upset drives you act without thinking and um i think what happens is while Susie and elgin are being nervous beans at each other uh sage is doing percussive maintenance on the flashlight like he's smacking the sides of it <laughs> with his hands uh he's like thumping it on the ground underneath him and Like, he's even smacking the flashlight part against his hand. And, like, uh, finally, it, like, flickers and uh, comes on. And he sees something in the woods. And, uh, like, he gets to his feet and he says, No, I've already dealt with you. This is not happening. And... uh, uh he like says something under his breath and um Elgin doesn't hear it and Susie might or might not hear it but what she does hear is all of a sudden there is this awful supersonic whistle (laughs) Ugh. <laughs> uh, uh
0: that but- sound is in character <laughs> <laughs> she just starts shaking her head really aggressively yeah but and, uh, like covering
1: her ears yeah so there's uh just this awful supersonic whistle and um like it is a persistent sound it doesn't stop, and, like, Sage sort of gives Susie a sideways look, and uh... Yeah, like, she she hits her knees on the ground because it's debilitating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's covering her ears and just, like, her face is scrunched up in a grimace, like teeth bared.
2: <laughs> so so. I I I'm, I'm I'm sorry Sage. I I I didn't mean to Susie, are are you all right?
0: Whatever is is whistling needs to stop.
2: You you I'm sorry to say you, it, there's there's nothing whistling. Do you do you get these often?
0: Only when people blow dog whistles. Like she's speaking very like like carefully but there's this undertone like growl in her voice that I can't do (laughs)
1: uh I think um what Sage does is um like he sticks his finger uh into like the injury on his arm and ew I know uh his fingers come away bloody and um he uh, like sticks his bloody fingers into the dirt, and like sets down the flashlight as he does it, and walks over to Susie, and Gross. uh, I know, uh, he says, uh, uh, I think I've got something that'll help. Uh, here, let me see uh your ears, and um, she flinches away as Sage goes to like. Try to touch her, but then stills. Yeah, and uh, the whistling is definitely centered on Sage.
0: Mm,
1: the, the <laughs> s- she just actively starts making this
0: whining sound, and my, then, like my, my grandmother had
2: tinnitus, but I don't know how she dealt with
1: that.
0: I'm
1: sorry. Uh, it's okay. I've 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 got a solution. Don't don't worry about it, Elgin. You're good. And like. Sage, like, smears, uh, some of the bloody dirt, uh, under each of, um, Susie's ears, and there's, like, a slight, like, burning tingle, and then, like, she can't hear the whistling anymore.
0: I think when the tingle happens, she kind of, like, snaps her teeth together, and then as the whistling stops, her head shakes, um, and her ears are much more pointed yeah. And, like, uh, there's there's something about how she looks that seems to be shifting, mm-hmm. but it's not, like, an active, like, shifting. It just seems like something has changed again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh Sage is just like, that should help. Um, Sage Su- will eventually figure out that she has lost the upper range of her natural hearing. Um... Mm, that's not gonna uh, cause problems at all not even a little bit no <laughs> uh, not a little bit
2: <laughs> when we get back you if you keep having these you should see a doctor about it probably
0: Pro- probably uh, she, she kind of shakes herself again and slowly gets up kind of like shaking <laughs> like her hands are shaking
2: hmm alright uh for Elgin, it's the Ace of Diamonds. Uh, you allow yourself to be fooled. Uh, you can't <laughs> trust your senses. Uh, you lose something. Oh, gosh.
1: The cards know. Uh, <laughs>
0: hmm. The yeah, cards always know.
2: How do approach this?
1: <laughs>
2: um... And then this, uh, this also has to affect Sage. Yes. Um, so I, I think, uh, as, Sage, where is your flashlight pointed right now?
1: Uh, that is a good hecking question. I'm not sure. You tell me.
2: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to assume that, uh, You know you you've got it with you Uh, you're over by Susie so you know probably not in anyone's eyes directly but to uh, somewhere somewhere on our side Um, and Elgin looks up and everyone can see there is a second light uh, somewhere far behind you and it just seems to glide through the trees and captures the uh darkness of the night and these uh long white beams um and it just seems to flash almost uh like a sweep for just a split second um and there is a high pitched sound which uh Susie does not hear but which <laughs> Sage hears um and that that sound is uh Algen um, and Elgin, like, turns, if it was possible for them to become any more pale, I <laughs> knew <they laughs> you were do. gonna
1: say that! <laughs> um,
2: and, uh, th- their, their skin is almost a, just a network of blue veins, and they, they stare just in kind of a, a fixed trance at the, uh, at the lights that were there and now are gone. Um i uh, i i've've I've, I've got to go um, and they take off at a oh. jogging pace uh into the brambles uh beyond that side um, and they come back about twenty seconds later uh, missing their their plaid jacket, uh, which you can see dangling from a, a branch somewhere over there. Oh, it, it got it got too thorny.
0: Oh, buddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that that's that's not the path. I'll I'll, I'll 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 stick to the path. I'm sorry.
1: And uh... pro-
0: pro- probably a good good idea. Uh... <laughs> uh, e- everyone just everyone
2: still okay? Susie, is your your headache keeping down?
0: I'm I'm fine now.
2: Okay, okay, good. You, not, Elgin is just going to not say anything about her ears. Um, okay. <laughs> what a
0: polite, polite person.
2: <laughs> well, put some antiseptic on that and it'll be fine.
1: <laughs> I love them. Su- I like, love this. That makes Susie
0: like just kind of crack a smile because... It's very obvious that Elgin's probably, like, to her at least, it's it's obvious that Elgin might be a little sheltered and might not know what antiseptic is specifically. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, like, amused while also still kind of being in pain. Like, the sound may have stopped, but her ears are still ringing a little bit. She definitely is, like, feeling the pulse of a headache mm-hmm. right behind her eyes.
2: Sage, I'm not sure how my grandmother did it, but blood dirt? Does that just cure headaches, or does that cure other things, too?
1: Mm, it's a special sort of remedy. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it most of the time, but uh, I know a little trick.
2: Okay, well, you are you're very worldly, so I guess you pick these things up.
1: Oh my god, I love Elgin so much! <laughs> there's some
0: horrible horrific backstory here that I'm just like this this pure creature is, ha- has suffered that's so
2: true <laughs> it's, do, so we we go back now right this this has been a terrible night um and now 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 we go home is that right
0: uh Susie takes a moment looks behind them and like goes
1: pale because there is no trail behind them <laughs> Sage doesn't um, even look he just sort of says uh, not quite yet I don't think okay.
2: I
0: don't
1: think we could okay. if we tried
0: what well there's something here that wants us to be here we're not gonna leave until it's done
1: it's okay, Algern. Susie I and I I don't like continue.
0: that. I don't like it either. There's
1: All a written. reason
0: people say don't go into the woods.
2: They say that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's a thing. Yeah. I should. Why? Why did you come out here then? If people say don't go into the woods, I would listen to people.
0: It called. It'll let us There's out, Algern. So There's only so often you can resist it before it becomes too much.
2: Then... Then I guess we go forward and get scratched up more. Don't we?
0: Well... Hopefully not scratched up, but yeah.
1: Yeah? And listen, Elgin, you gotta stop boxing with the trees. They're going to win. They're bigger than you.
2: I don't even know how to box. <laughs> Alright, well, you know what? Elgin tries to put on a shaky brave face. It's nothing. The antiseptic can't cure. Let's go. It goes chomping off.
0: Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at Hope's Hearth Pod and basically anywhere else under the same name. Please feel free to join our Discord linked in the description below. Theme music is provided by Brian at Roomware Pod on Twitter, as well as from Zapsplat and Freesound.org. We love you. Stay safe. Go home and stay home. And finally, we have one last thing. Here's the trailer for Hello from the Hallowoods. Enjoy!
2: You're having that dream again. You know the one. You're walking into a forest of black pines, and above you the stars burn with strange green light. We missed you while you were gone. I am your nightmarish host, Nicky Nick, and once a week I welcome you to Hello from the Hallowoods, a queer horror podcast that follows LGBTQ characters as they do their best to survive in the forest at the end of the world. You're going to meet some lovely people, including a non-binary Frankenstein's monster, a transgender ghost, and other horror tropes twisted in surprising ways. Through a series of scattered moments, I'll piece together one larger story for you. A picture of diverse humans in their final days. You can find Hello from the Hallowoods wherever you listen to podcasts or at www.hellofromthehallowoods.com. And remember, if you hear music in the forest, Run.